I'm evangelist Mike McCurry. You're listening to the Mike McCurry Podcast. We are in E.M. Bounds' book, Purpose in Prayer, chapter 13. Let's jump right into it. In the Sermon on the Mount, in which Christ lays down the cardinal duties of his religion, he not only gives prominence to prayer in general and secret prayer in particular, but he also sets apart a distinct and different section to give weight to importunate prayer. To prevent any discouragement in praying, he lays down as a basic principle the fact of God's fatherly willingness, that God's willingness to answer our prayers exceeds our willingness to give good and necessary things to our children, just as far as God's ability, his goodness and perfection exceed our infirmities and evil. As a further assurance and stimulant to prayer, Christ gives the most positive and iterated assurance of answer to prayers. He declares, Ask, and it shall be given you. Seek, and ye shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. Matthew 7, 7. And to make assurance doubly sure, he adds, For every one that asketh receiveth, and he that seeketh findeth, and to him that knocketh it shall be opened. E.M. Bounds asked this question, why does he unfold to us the Father's loving readiness to answer the prayers of his children? Why does he affirm so strongly that prayer will be answered? Why does he repeat that positive affirmation six times? Why does Christ on two distinct occasions go over the same strong promises, iterations, and reiterations in regard to the certainty of prayer being answered? Because he knew that there would be delay in many an answer, which would call for importunate pressing, and that if our faith did not have the strongest assurance of God's willingness to answer, delay would bring it down. He also knew that our spiritual sloth would come in under the guise of submission and say, it's obviously not God's will to give what we ask, and so we would cease praying and lose our case. After Christ had put in a very clear and strong light God's willingness to answer prayer, he then urged us to importunity, and he emphasized that every unanswered prayer, instead of abating our pressure, should only increase our intensity and energy. If asking does not obtain the answer, let asking pass into the settled attitude and spirit of seeking. If seeking does not secure the answer, let seeking pass into the more energetic and clamorous plea of knocking. We must not persevere until we get it. There will be no failure here if our faith does not break down. But let me clarify my meaning with the words of J. Kennedy McLean. I do not mean that every prayer we offer is answered exactly as we desire it to be. Were this the case, it would mean that we would be dictating to God and prayer would degenerate into a mere system of begging. Just as an earthly father knows what is best for his children's welfare, so does God take into consideration the particular needs of his human family and meets them out of his wonderful storehouse. If our petitions are in accordance with his will, and if we seek his glory in the asking, the answers will come in ways that will astonish us and fill our hearts with songs of thanksgiving. God is a rich and bountiful Father, and he does not forget his children, nor withhold from them anything that it would be to their advantage to receive.
I must ask myself this question. When was the last time I prayed in such a way that I pressed through a delay, pressed through what I perceived as an apparent answer of no, and then received what God had for me because of my importunity? Let's take the example of that widow woman in the Bible, who because of her importunity, God wants to give us every good gift, every perfect gift. But do we ask for them? Or do we just ask once and get discouraged when the answer today appears to be no, but we don't ask again the next day? Well, I appreciate your listenership. I'm excited here in the coming days to share with you some of what God is doing through our ministry. Have an important meeting today. It's going to help set us on the right track for the coming days and months with our tracks at Bible Tracks Incorporated and some amazing things that God is leading in. So I'd ask for your prayers in regards to that. We have a short time until the Lord returns. Whether it's tomorrow, next year, or 100 years from now, there's a lot of work to be done. So let's get about it. But first, let's go to prayer. God bless. Talk to you soon.